Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Or something. I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, so let's get right to it. Uh, your boy was so excited about doing the show yesterday. And man, why is it so low over here? I, you know, something happened. Something happened to do my microphone. I don't know. Like, check one, two, one, two, one, two. Is that super loud? Yep, getting louder. Oh, that's super loud, huh? No, I don't want that. Hey, how's that? Wait a minute. Why is the volume so? Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Hey, hey. Check one, two, one, two. How's that? Is that better? Can't go any louder than that. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Uh, welcome to the show. I was just trying to get shit fixed. So yesterday, uh, your boy was ready to go. Raring and ready. And I shit you not. I went to uh, click on... Uh, what's up, Trader Ever Pookie? Uh, my ears. Yeah, okay. I was getting it in. It's... It should be good now. Is it good now? I don't know. Let me let me listen here. I don't know why this is paused. It's it should be good now. Is it good now? I don't know. Let me yeah. Let me listen. Sounds fantastic. Shut your dirty whore mouths. Yeah. Okay. Sounds clear. Sounds distinct. Yo, what's up, Rob? Arthur, Rob, Philip Bernard. What's up, buddy? Uh, good afternoon to our deckheads, except Lady Cowboys fans not named CC because I still like her even this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get into all the uh, NFL goodness. Excuse me. All the NFL juiciness. I promise you, promise you, promise you. Uh, we're deaf, deaf, deaf going to get into it. Uh, what the fuck is going on with my Twitch? Okay. Real, real. Lisa, sweetie, thank you for the 100 minutes. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Philip Bernard, resubscribe for 22 months. Let's go, man. Meme stairs. What's up, Mimi? Mimi, did you always have the 0470 next to your username? That's 
I feel like that might be new. But then again, I'm an idiot. So, uh, but thank you, Mimi, for 22 months. Subscribe to this raggedy-ass channel. Um, CC then timed out mines. I saw it. I saw it. What I do is when I get ready, uh, I go live, and then I run the five-minute countdown, and then I go brush my teeth and get my drink and put some draws on and get dressed. And I have it with me in case anything happens, so I'm listening or I'm seeing the chat. And I saw Mines because they beat enough. Respect this. We went in a chip. Blah, 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 blah. And then CC was like, shut your ass up. <laughs> uh, truck driver Boosie. <laughs> he said, Mine's dead. Thank you for 18 months. Subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, and then I got real, real. Thank you for the 100 bits, Lisa. Appreciate you, boo boo. Uh, oh, look at you, Sensei Bullrock. Done made it to the semifinals in my fantasy league. We crawled to victory, but we got there. Nice. Nice. That's what's up, man. I uh, I am not in any playoffs in my one fantasy league, which is in Barry on deck. Um, but that still doesn't mean I didn't win money this year. Right, Amos? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, Amos bet 50 bucks that I would finish dead ass last in our league. And guess what? I didn't. I, I finished second to last. So, but a bet's a bet. <sighs> didn't finish last. Also, I would like to point out that the last week of the season, when I knew, when I knew I had second to last locked up and couldn't tumble any further, I didn't set my lineups. I didn't set my lineups. I wasn't playing anybody where it affect, I affected the outcome of the playoffs or seeding. I just was like, I'm done. I'm going to make $50. My opponent, I don't give a fuck about them, and they don't give a fuck about me, and it's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things. So I'm not going to fret over setting a lineup while I'm on the road. So I did it. So just as a little asterisk as to why I'm second to last and maybe not fourth to last, Okay. Uh, Homer Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Jared Taylor. Sir, thank you for the 100 bits, man. You guys are the titties. Alan said, so you tanked. No, I just stopped caring because I didn't have to care anymore. Tanking is when you, you know, you mail it in. I didn't mail it in. I just stopped caring because I didn't have to care anymore. Alan! Thank you for the 200 bits, Alan. Joel. Let's go, Pippin. Thank you for the 100 bitty bitties, Joel. Look at you guys. Got a damn hype train going. We got to do... This shot is for the hype train, but I also... Uh, I also got to do a, a... It's kind of a dual shot. Okay. 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 It's a dual. Why is my hype train yellow over here? 30% level one. You guys are the titties, boys and girls. Jared says, see, I'm trying to keep all y'all deckheads honest. No freebie wins around here. There you go. I don't. I mean, you were uh, literally Jared. We saw your fucking team. What are you talking about? No freebie wins around here? Bro, what? What are you talking about, Jared? 
Your team was literally one of the worst in any division. Bro, what 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 is this no freebies you're talking about? You went three and eleven through the first 14. You were literally you could have changed your team name to free wins or freebies. And you would have like what? That makes no damn sense. No damn sense. I love you, buddy. Uh, Jen! Speaking of loving, love you, Jen. Thank you for the 100 bitties, sweetie. Stop doing that. You work here. Uh, Steven Leathercott, thank you for the 10 bitties, buddy. Appreciate you, famo. Memesters! I love you, Mimi. Thank you for the 25 bitties. You're the best. Uh, what is this? Oh, uh, Steven Leathercott said, how... Was the weekend in the murder cabin? He said murder hut. Yeah, it's the water murder uh thing. The water murder. What the, what the hell is going on here? How come my damn it? How come I couldn't add that to the show? Kidoki. I have no idea why. Um. Nope. Makes no sense. Let's see. Huh. Overlay V7. That's what it is. I don't know why this doesn't save, and it drives me king insane. So Jared gets the number one pick. No, Jared doesn't. Okay, is this just not going to work at all? Oh, there we go. That was from last week. Okay, well, maybe I can't add your messages to the chat today. Sorry. 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 What's up, Tony the Handsome? Amos said, send me the cash app request and whatever sorry sack of shit that finished last. Fuck you. <laughs> you can blame. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you can blame. Uh, looks like Alex Villanueva for finishing dead ass three and 11 last. But I mean, like I said, I kind of mailed it in there. I could have, I could have been as as high as seven. So let's all let's all calm down, okay? Um, but I, I will do that. Um, what does this say? Since they both said the real question is, which three running backs do I start this week? Oh, got Pollard, Mostert, Gibbs, Henry, and Elliott, and somehow Ezekiel Elliott is on. I can't read the rest of it. Uh, you definitely don't start Ezekiel Elliott, right? Has he been playing well? I can't imagine that him and the, uh, what's it called? The Patriots, they've just been a sad sack, right? And they haven't they? I believe they have! Uh, Philip Bernard! Thank you for the 125 bits. <laughs> he said we're renaming D-Mata's team to Automatic Bye Week. You leave D-Mata alone! You pick on Jared and D-Mata, leave him alone. Uh, Dre, what's up, man? Thank you for the five biddies. Welcome to the show, Dre. The doctor is in. He's like, it's so hard being right all the time. You were right for one week, goddammit. Just relax. Even Dre, Dre, listen, oh, hater Dre, okay? Oh, Dre the hater. Dre, we're gonna get to it. Okay, I gotta, I gotta toast this. We're gonna get to it. All right. Still, it just, I'm gonna be shaming 
He said, play my intro. I didn't even save it, bro. I don't, what? I don't have it. I didn't download it. I thought you were just fucking around. This is, hold on. I don't even know where it is. Why am I letting Dre derail the show? Uh, Because I let mine do it. Uh, Let's see. Notifications. Okay, I'm not playing the fuck yo couch, though. Uh, here's, here's Dre's, here's Dre's intro. Let's see. I don't know how, yeah, I can't download it. So you're just going to have to, here's, here's Dre's intro. What's up y'all? I tell y'all the Cowboys suck bitches. How come it's not playing? Oh, that's weird. It won't play the GIF. That's that's really weird. Now, what the hell is that about? I do control. Yeah, it won't. It won't play it. Heck yeah! I don't know what the fuck's going on. All right, that's enough. This is this show is derailed way too far as it is. Alec, let's go. Four months subscribe. It's peanut butter jelly time. Thank you, Alec. Much appreciated, my friend. Welcome in. We're just trying to get this hoe off the ground. What's up, Terrence? Um, what does this say? Uh, where'd it go? He's going against Denver's run defense, which might not even qualify as defense. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I never do fantasy pick suggestions. I just don't. What I will tell you is there's a... Uh, there's a a resource called Who Do I Pick Fantasy? Uh, who should I no? Not who should I draft? Who should I start? That's what it's called. Let's see where is it. Uh, who should I start? And I recommend everybody to use this. It's a really good resource too. And you can go in and you put um, you put two players and it'll tell you of consensus of their experts who they suggest that you start. And so if you've got like four, then just do the first two and it'll tell you which one from there and take the second two and do that. And it'll tell you which one from there. And maybe that'll that'll help you figure out the two or three or whoever that you need to start. But there you go. It's the link in the it's uh, fantasy pros. Who should I start? Yeah, uh, it's worked almost 100% of the time this season. Yeah, there you go. See, I don't give out bad info, bro. I don't give out bad info. This is also why I don't give out fantasy advice, because then I would technically be giving out bad info. Unless I just pulled that up and was like, who's your thing? Who were you thinking? And then, like, type the two in without y'all knowing and be like, I think you should start Elliot. Just randomly off the top of my head. So... Um, let's see all right let's get this show rolling folks we got a lot to get to we didn't have a show yesterday let me explain what happened and then um i got some big news fuck i still didn't do the toast damn it i never toasted the hype train all right this is a double toast folks okay double toast um bear with me for a minute here your boy doesn't do this often i'm not one uh, to go around and necessarily uh, toot my own horn. I don't do that normally. And, you know, oh, wow, that's weird. And I was actually kind of 
lamenting that on my Facebook page where I was like, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe that's why I haven't quote unquote blown up yet uh, is because I don't um, publicize uh, my accomplishments. I don't toot my own horn enough. And uh, several of you had good feedback. Some of you did not. Some of it was garbage, uh, but some of it was good. Some of it was appreciated. I mean, all of it's appreciated, but that doesn't mean all of it's good, right? So um, nonetheless, I stand before you uh, humbled and excited Uh, humbled and excited because I was going to reach out today to uh, Drybar and um, get some information from them uh, about their uh, promotion and stuff like that, right? And and then uh, I was on the website and uh, your boy's special right now. What? Your boy's special is number one on Drybar Plus right now. What? Of all the specials that they have, folks, uh, I'm not even making this up here. Uh, but your boy, we kind of doing it up big. We kind of doing it up big. I uh, I got to admit, I was stunned. I was uh, I was absolutely stunned. Here I'll show you. Um, just because I know that you're probably being haters, and you're like, "Well, that's not true." Here is the front page of Drybar, and if you click up here and go to browse, uh, they have different categories that you can browse, right? So here's the front page where they have all the different specials, and I believe mine is still on. Oh nope, mine is still on here somewhere. Let's see, you go through, scrolly, 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 scrolly. It sounds like I'm saying scrotum. Scrolly. Hey, that's my boy Darren Carter. The party starter. Uh, it's on here somewhere, I swear to God. There it is. So that's the front page, right? But then they have all kind of shit like new releases. High energy. Didn't make that, I don't know why. Uh, big brain bits, female comics, celebrating black voices, free to watch specials to buy. And then look at their top 10. What view all what? Of course they only have nine listed. I don't know what happened there, but, uh, yeah, your boy is holding down the number one spot. <sighs> Yeah, holding down the number one spot on Drybar, uh, on the Drybar Plus or Drybar Comedy Plus channel or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know, but our special is number one right now, guys. We're killing it. What? Oh, oh. And I say all that to say, one, thank you for the hype train. You guys are freaking amazing and dope and awesome as always. Thank you. Uh, but also, that that doesn't happen. I don't believe that, that that happens without the support of you guys. Uh, I know several of you have told me you've gone and watched it, uh, and all that factors into uh, them, uh, them ranking those 1 through 10 based on views and sales and everything else. And I know, I know who butters my bread. I know what a dope-ass community I have and, 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 and base and support group, whatever. I don't never, I never know what to say. I... I don't like using the word fans. It just sounds weird to me. 
I like to say supporters, friends, viewers, listeners, or whatever. Uh, but if you're a fan of mine, I love you. If you're a viewer, I love you. If you're a listener, I love you. If you're a, a supporter, I love you. Uh, whatever. If you're a friend, I love you. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, cheers, everybody. Yay. Thank you. Ah! Ha, that's good! Oh, I just drooled. Oh, my God. Ah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I was I was very excited about that. I'm not going to lie. Um, to, I randomly stumbled upon the fact that it was number one. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't even really looking for it. I was actually going there to be petty. I was actually going there to be like, <laughs> I get none of my stuff. And I was like, uh, oh, shit, your boy's in the top 10. And then I realized I'm not just in the top 10. I'm number one right now. What? Freaking what? Out of all the comedy specials on Dry Bar? That's a lot. <laughs> Kiss my ass, Tony. Tony said, congrats. It's a big deal. I voted for Carmen Lynch. Kiss my ass. You don't even know. Who that is? Yeah, but I uh, super proud of that man. So that was really cool. That's uh that's a big deal for me. Probably not for a lot of people, but for me to have that, uh, it's pretty dope. So thank you. Um, time to change the BOD schedule to three days. What for? What? I don't understand. What does that mean, Flip? I'm not sure. I don't follow. I I don't know what 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 you speak of. Uh, excuse me. Uh oh, here's why it's. Man, that's weird. This thing got all jacked up. All jacked up. Their message text. Message. Their name from username. Their image source. Oh, no. We don't want that. And then. I guess this is how this. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There you go. It It worked. Fixed it. Uh, congratulations. Now you are famous. No, I wouldn't say famous. I would just say, uh, hell, if nothing else, it's just a, just one more thing for to add to my intro when they bring me up. That's all. I mean, I will say, you know what? I was, I was going to be super uh, pessimistic me, which I always am. I'm always like, yeah, but when it comes to anything I accomplish, I ain't going to lie. Like I told Nora, I was like, hey, I don't, you know. Um, my special is number one on dry bar right now. I was like, yeah, can't wait to get that $4 check. But still, uh, I guess it's a pretty big deal. She was like, yeah, it's a big deal. I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't have been that negative, but that's how I think. Okay. I just can't let myself be happy or have anything. Plus, I also don't want to jinx it, but, um, what the frick was I going to tell you? Oh, I did have somebody hit me up. And it was weird because um, I got an email last week. Uh, <laughs> would be extremely funny for them to announce you're the number one special on a clean comedy website. And then you come out and yell, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd do it too. I'd do it. I'd do it. Um, oh, I have a busy schedule. Mm, eh, what's up, Alex? No, I... um. I got I got somebody reached out to me an agent and was like, hey, we'd like to talk to you about 
getting you on um, as a as a special guest on a, a bunch of cruise ships and casinos. And I was like, okay, this is not like Hollywood calling like, oh, we want you to, we want to give you your own show on ABC or a Netflix special. But I was like, you know what? It's something. Somebody reached out. It's traction. So that was pretty cool. That was, uh, and I didn't realize it. That happened last week, and I just didn't. I just found out that I was on uh, number one uh, today, this morning, when I was like, "What the hell?" So now that makes sense. That hey, they must have seen that your boy was in the top, <laughs> pow, uh, and reached out. So pretty cool. All right, enough about me. Let's get this show rolling. Let's start with some sports headlines. Borok said, uh, that's money, Barry. Some call it gainful employment. Yeah, okay. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, did we get free boarding since we're members? No, no, no. Ugh, I got skin hanging off my finger. Um, hold on. Speaking of cruise ships, what happened to Westling? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Why don't you ask him? You got social media. So does he. What am I? John Wessing's babysitter? Huh? Nah, he's he's back. He just got back in town uh, like yesterday or the day before. And I had invited him to come on the show tomorrow, I believe. And he never got back to me. So, But, uh, yeah, do your due diligence. Do your due diligence and go find him yourself if you're that concerned about him. I don't know why I'm being so aggressive about that. I'm really, that doesn't upset me at all. Anyways, all right, let's get back to, let's get back to your sports headlines. All right, so this was literally, what you're going to notice, folks, is I don't normally do two pages of sports headlines, right? Like, you won't normally, normally see me go here, uh, and then here, here, and then here, here, and here, here, and here, here, and here. You won't, you won't see that normally. It's one page, four headlines, we move on. But I'm shit you not, right as I'm going live yesterday, my computer shit the bed, and uh, it wouldn't come back up. Yeah, it turns out, I thought it was going to be the memory. I tore it apart. Had the, My office was a damn disaster zone. And um, turns out it wasn't memory. Although I think that's what, so I don't know. I just, I, I, I hit go live and it just, blew. and I was like, what the shit? It blew screen and died. Couldn't get it to boot. Had to take everything out and put it all back in. Literally like turned it off, unplugged it. It was a whole goddamn thing. And then once I got it started, the OS wouldn't boot. It kept blue screening. And so I finally got it all fixed up and running. And to this day, I don't know to this time. I don't know what caused it. It just shit the bed. So um, here's hoping. That that doesn't happen today, but you can see there's some things going on that we're kind of missing here. But anyways, um, I had yesterday's headlines raring and ready to go. And so I did. We're going to do yesterday's and we're going to do today's. All right. So yesterday's headlines look like this. Uh, The Steelers DeMonte Casey has been suspended for the rest of the season for a pretty brutal and gruesome hit that he had uh, on the Colts. Oh, who was the damn receiver? Oh, I forget the name of the uh, the receiver. Um, yeah, where'd it go? Uh, oh, Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. And um, 
he's been he's had he's been fined and suspended in the past. And I think what the NFL said was basically, hey, look, uh, this is a pattern of behavior and you've been doing this. So mines, take off the caps lock, Brosif. What's up, pimp? Good to see you, man. Uh, please take off the caps lock. Please, sir. You're the only one shouting in the chat. It was a brutal hit, Tony. I get it. It was a brutal hit. And, and, but I mean, let's be real. He got a three game suspension and then everybody is out here like, oh, it's the rest of the season. There's three games left. It's not like rest of the season and then 10 games into next season, right? He got another three-game suspension. The talking heads and pundits on all the shows were like, that's a lot. That was pretty heavy-handed. I wouldn't have done that, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and if you missed it, based off of, uh, let's see, based off of the suspension, Tom Brady chimed in. Of all people, Tom Brady, uh, where to go? Where is, let's see, was it on Twitter? Or X Tom Brady Twitter. Oh, let's see. Uh, but he basically came out and said, hey, look, um, this is, this is not a product of just suspending, just suspending um, Casey. This is also a product of, hey, quarterbacks, you need to not leave your receivers in a vulnerable position like that. Don't leave your receivers out to dry. You need to be putting the ball in a spot and in, in a place that's catchable that um, doesn't, increase the likelihood of your receiver getting injured like that so brady came out and said look this is not all the um all all of uh casey's fault demonte casey yeah he shouldn't have hit the dude like that but he's got to be better but receivers have to be better uh, uh 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 quarterbacks have to be better like brady had enough blame to go around so i thought that was interesting um but Especially coming from a quarterback. You don't normally see a quarterback come to the rescue of a defensive back who's been suspended for a vicious hit. But that's exactly what happens. So, uh, DeMonte Casey out for the rest of the season for this nasty hit. Look at that. Look, bending back, bro. I don't think you're supposed to be shaped like that. Your spine and your b-hole are not supposed to touch. Okay. Um, that's not okay. And some people were like, Hey, look, you know, it was a shoulder. He made contact with his shoulder and not the crown of the helmet. So it's a violent sport and a brutal sport, blah, blah, blah. And I wish, let's see, Tom Brady, KZ comment. I'm trying to find it for you. Oh, God, I hate you, CBS. I hate you so much. How about you suck my nut, okay? Hey, CBS, suck my left nut and make my right, my right one cry, okay? I don't, I'm not uh, disabling my ad blocker. I, the reason I have it is to block ads, assholes. 
Okay. What what the what the f- Bro. So many ads. And then and you know what's crazy? Is there's eight thousand goddamn pop up ads on every website I go to. I run a one thirty second ad and some people in the chat are like, Man, what the fuck? I'm never coming back. Um that was aggressive. Uh, let's see here. Mm, can I find it, please? Oh, it was a, via his official account uh, on SportsCenter's Instagram post. Oh, so Brady commented on SportsCenter's Instagram post. Not his own, uh, but their Instagram post. And here's what it said. You can't read that. Let me Let me zoom in here. Here's what it said. Nobody likes seeing players get hurt, but hard has happened. QB should not be throwing the ball in areas where they're exposing their uh, own teammates to these types of hits. Coaches need to coach better. QBs need to read coverages and throw the ball to the right places. And defenders should aim for the right hitting areas. To put the blame on the defensive play caller or defensive player all the time is just flat out wrong. Need better play. Uh, need better QB play. It's not okay, QBs, to get your wide receiver hit because of your bad decisions. Yo. I mean, that's, let's be real. Coming from the greatest quarterback of all time, maybe the greatest football player of all time, that's pretty heavy. So uh, props to him for coming out and saying it. And I, I can't say that I, I, I disagree, really. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a point. Some of that can be avoided if you if you put the ball in the right spot. But at the same time, at the same time, sometimes you can't avoid that, right? You've got to you've got to make the throw. The throw is the throw. Maybe you're under duress or whatever. And it's easy for Tom Brady to tell every other quarterback in the world to be better. That's easy. Hey, be better. Be more accurate. Hey, quarterbacks, you got to win seven Super Bowls. Okay. You got to go out and win 30 Super Bowls, 94 MVPs. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, it was a brutal hit. I missed the hit. Can we have a film session? I don't even know where it is. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have the video of it, pal. Heck yeah. Or I would, but I don't, I don't have it. Shot! Thank you for the 20 months subscribed, man. Much appreciated, Sean. Is TV 12 the goat of all goats? In the NFL, yes. Yes. But no, uh, he's not the goat of all goats. That's that's either somebody like Pele or Ali or Jordan. I think those are your three goat of all goats. Somebody Messi or whatever. Okay, I don't give a shit. I mean, for me personally, I would say Jordan. Simply because Jordan's reach off the court was as big and as goaded as his abilities on the court. Nobody had bigger star power off the court than Jordan in sports, in the modern era or otherwise, I believe. Babe Ruth... You might have to go back to, like I said, Ali, Pele, or Babe Ruth. So, look at, oh, Sean hates Brady. Super shocked, Sean. Super shocked, the Ohio State guy that hates everything. Also hates Tom Brady. St- 
stunned. Clarence said Minshew left that man hanging. Yeah, he almost got him folded up in half like a like a $5 bill. Donna said, does your shirt say Goat Lab Brewery? Interesting. Yeah! Goat Lab Brewery, baby! Uh, the people that own the uh, club, people that own the comedy club I performed at this weekend, this past weekend, also own a brewery next door to it called Goat Lab. And it stands for greatest of all, it's on the back. What the fuck does it say? I don't know what it says. What does it say? It says like something like greatest of all time. Greatest of all time Lowell Arkansas Brewery or something like that, which is Goat Lab. Get it? Goat Lab. Greatest of all time Lowell Arkansas Brewery. It's it's basically them saying, hey, we're the best brewery in Lowell Arkansas. And they're the only brewery in Lowell, Arkansas. So it's just a funny thing. Um, mine said Muhammad Ali is respected as the greatest athlete ever for a reason and the amount of shit he had to go through as a black Muslim in the 60s. Yeah, true that. True that. True that. Mine said, very weird question, but did you go over Copa America when the group got announced? The USA is hosting it. I did not um, because we didn't have a show yesterday, and I think it was announced like this weekend. So I didn't have a show. Uh, so no, we didn't. Uh, cheers. Thank you, Tony Dallas. Thank you for the 100 bits. Ooh. Total Dallas said they're about to announce Teacher of the Year. Those, uh, 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 they're about to announce Teacher of the Year. Odds, it's me. Ooh. First of all, congrats on being in the running. Um,. Yeah, you'd get my vote, like Jen said. And Cece said, fingers crossed. <laughs> they went on and said, I thought I was nah, goat. I mean, that's that's what's on the that's what's on the shirt. I mean, it is a goat. And did you notice that there's a lab over there? It's like a Labrador and a goat. Huh? Did you see that? Lab. Goat lab. Uh, and then it's also like in the lab. Okay. <laughs> Tony said plus 25,000. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, Total Dallas, what do you teach? What do you teach? Sean said I'm taking the field. You're an asshole. Uh, what do you teach, Total Dallas? You teach math. That's right. Listen, bro. I love you. And I know what a genuinely fantastic human being you are. Um... Ain't no math teacher winning teacher of the year. I just, that's just not, that's just not. That's, that's, that you're, that's like, that's like a, like an O-lineman trying to win the Heisman, bro. You know, that's not, that's not an attack on you. That's an, that's an unfortunate attack on the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, how come, how come alignment can't be the Heisman Trophy winner? How do you think that quarterback had all that time to make all those fantastic plays? His left tackle. That's who the real Heisman winner is, right? How how come the shop teacher or a history teacher or social studies or art, music, and speech or choir, drama, PE coach, how come they get in the running? Who, 
What, what makes a science teacher so special? Because they get to blow shit up? I mean, blowing up these numbers, bitches. Pow, pow, pow. I am exponentially better than these other teachers. I don't know why I had turned myself into a math teacher just now. And then I'm I'm like actively lobbying for a math teacher to win. I hope you win though, bro. But it's a it's an uphill climb, okay? Winning teacher of the year as a math teacher is an uphill climb. For sure. Like I said, it's like a left tackle winning the Heisman. It's gonna be tough. Uh Trey said, I hope you beat the other candidate, Total Dallas. There's more than one, Dre. Cece said, my daughter teaches math too, Total Dallas. Look at that. Well, I love her, but she ain't never winning teacher of the year. So, morally, I can't vote for Total Dallas until next week, but he'd have my vote. <laughs> uh, this was such a marvelous weekend. Cowboys turned back into a pumpkin and the Pacer, and the Packers suck. You are such a hater. You and Dre, I swear to God. All right, let's get back to our sports headlines so we can talk about this week's NFL action because I know you guys won't let it be. Uh, LSU's Jaden Daniels. Pay attention, chat! LSU's Jaden Daniels is going to enter the NFL draft and skip their bowl game. What? What? You mean the guy that won the Heisman that many people are saying is one of the first quarterbacks off the board, top 10 pick potentially? Surefire first rounder? What? He's going to skip the the Tostitos big, Big Dip Bowl, Big Dip Energy? I don't know. What is the bowl game they're in? I don't even know. I don't even know what LSU's stupid ass bowl game is. I guarantee you it's stupid, by the way. The 100% it's a dumbass bowl game. Let's see. Uh, schedule. Oh, where is them uh, fighting LSU Tigers? Let's see. The, the Tigers are playing in the air. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, they're playing a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know. Oh, no. And the Relia Quest Bowl. That's not a New Year's Six Bowl, is it? No, it's not. They're not playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. My bad. Oh, yeah, they are. No, they're not. That is a New Year's Six Bowl, isn't it? Jeez. That's sad. <clears throat> Wait, there's not one, two, three, four, five. Hold on a damn minute. Yeah, the final college football playoff rankings. Let's see. Uh, what are the New Year's Six Bowls? I thought I knew. Combo, Chick-fil-A. What is this? This is last year's, right? Yeah, no, this is this year's. Um, go away. Fuck. It's Jan second. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure all that out. No, is this Jan one, 2024 LSU at Wisconsin. So it says, look, I'm looking at it right here. 
Don't tell me. Don't don't tell me. Right there. Uh, December 30th, Jan 1, Wisconsin at LSU. <laughs> John Dory, it's, it's the what the fuck bowl. Uh, Wisconsin, LSU, <coughs> excuse me, Liberty at Oregon, Iowa, Tennessee, Bama, Michigan, Texas, Washington. So, oh, I guess the the sixth would be the the finals. Yeah, Sean said they lost a bunch of games, so definitely in the good. What's up, DJ Maddie? He teamed up with Raising Cage, and they gave away a lot of kids' bikes to the less fortunate. Great guy. Yeah, that is dope. That's super dope. Um. Okay, so they're not counting that as the New Year's Six Bowl. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the Capital One Orange Bowl, the VRBO Fiesta Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and then the Sugar Bowl. That's your New Year's Six. Okay, so why do they have it listed as Jan 1 then? Are they still playing that on Jan 1? And December 30th is the Orange Bowl. That's so stupid. If you're not going to play it on New Year's, then stop calling it a New Year's Six Bowl. Nothing makes me more angry than inaccurate bowl day title slang something people being loose with it. I don't give a fuck about any of this. Let's just go. Nonetheless, so Jane Daniels is skipping the who gives a shit bowl. No, he's skipping the ReliaQuest Bowl against Wisconsin. And now you know the rest of the stuff. Okay. Um, Steph Curry, three-point streak. Uh, Excuse me. His three-point streak ended after 268 straight games of making a three-pointer. Folks, that is... That is a lot. What is 82? What is, hold on, clear. 268 games divided by 82 game season. That is 3.2 seasons worth of basketball. Actually, almost 3.3, 3.25%. So three and a quarter seasons of basketball where the man made at least one three-pointer in a game. That is... Is unbelievable. Is that that's gotta be like some sort of world record or NBA record? I mean, it is the championship of the world, so it would be a world record too, right? Uh most NBA games in a row with a three pointer. Has to be Steph. I can't I can't believe it would be anybody else, right? Uh Look, uh, every, I swear, am, am I being like, am I childish because I want to, I get so angry when I'm asked to disable my ad blocker? I mean, I get visibly angry. Like I am right now. I'm on this website and they were like, disable your ad blocker. And I just want to throw this goddamn microphone through my screen. Yeah, so Steph Curry has the longest streak in NBA history ever. Um, number one at 268, okay? 268 games in a row. 
Uh, the streak started December 1st, 2018. Wow. Came to an end Sunday, December 17th, 2023. 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22. That man went six years making a three-pointer in every game. That is insane. Insane. Jared said, who's the closest? Yeah. So Steph is number one at 268. Number two on the list of longest three-point streaks, Steph Curry. 157 games in a row. Sorry, three-point streaks made in at least one in a game in a row. So he's number one with 268. He's number two with 157. Wouldn't that be funny if he was like, He's got the top 200. He's made them 268 times in a row, 267 times in a row, 200. You're like, you can't. That's not how that works. Um, it says the closest player to Steph Curry is Curry himself. So the, the, the second ranked streak started November 13th, 2014 and lasted until November 3rd, 2016. And then I guess he had some comings and goings and missings. And then two years later, 2018, off with a new streak. So second on the list behind 268, Steph Curry, 157. Third on the list, Kyle Korver, 127 games in a row. November 4, 2012 to March 2nd, 2014. 127 games in a row. Kyle Korver, third all-time most made uh, three-pointers, in, at least one made three-pointer in a game in a row. Uh, fourth on the list. This one shocked me a little bit. Damian Lillard. Of all the great three-point shooters in NBA history, I mean, when you, like, so was it wasn't Ray Allen? It wasn't Reggie Miller? It, 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 it wasn't, uh, Gary Bird? Okay. Uh, Dame Lillard, 102 games and counting. He is currently fourth on the list. Fourth on the list. Only active streak in the top five besides, well, well, now Steph's is over. So Dame is still going. 102 games and counting that he's made a three-pointer. What's up, Sergeant Electro? Uh... My goodness, what is going on over here? What is happening? Uh, Sergeant Electro said, Colts players suspended. Please elaborate. Please elaborate. Uh, details, please. Um, so that's number four, Dame Lillard. And number five on the list? You wouldn't guess. I guarantee you nobody in this chat would guess number five. You probably wouldn't have even guessed number four. Because I see Jared Taylor says Reggie Miller, James Harden, who, who, who. Number five on the list with 99 games in a row. Or, or 99 games, yeah, in a row making at least one three-pointer. Jordan Clarkson. I never heard of it. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson. Who the fuck is that guy? It's Jordan Clarkson. Okay, calm down, guys. It's Jordan freaking Clarkson. 
You put some respect on it. Jordan Clarkson started his streak Jan 29, 2020, and it lasted until October 30th, 2021. So it was a bubble streak. Who's counting? Yeah. 99 games in a row is the fifth all-time on that list. And, and Steph was at 268. Wow. It's pretty amazing. That's, that's pretty special. All right, Purdue has returned to number one spot in the AP Men's College basketball poll after beating Arizona uh, and doing so quite handily, I might add. Uh, let me pull it up. What was the score here, sir? Right, sir. Let's see. Where's the... Oh, by the way, U of H beat A&M 70 to 66. No one cares. Uh, Purdue beat Arizona 92 to 84. If Marty Z was here, he'd be celebrating and dancing in the streets. Marty's a big Purdue guy. Purdue now 10 and 1, Arizona 8 and 1. U of H 11 and 0. By the way, U of H just lost um, Arsenal. You can see it right there on your headline. Uh, Terrence Arsenal, Achilles tear out for the season. Now, where do they get those five and a half points a game? No, that's a that's a that's a big deal. Arsenal was a sophomore, I believe. I think he was a sophomore. Uh, Don said that UH game was fantastic. See, and I don't watch college basketball, and that's my team. If I did watch, I'd be an Aggie fan or a U of H fan. See, that's a beautiful thing. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to, uh, you know, I'm not beholden to, oh, I've got to be an Aggie fan in football, basketball, baseball. No, I don't. I'm a Texas A&M Aggies football fan. Didn't go to the school. Grew up a fan since the age of six. But I didn't grow up an Aggies basketball fan. I mean, I keep an eye on it. I'll, I'll never forget like the Billy Gillespie days when they were decent. Actually, they were good. Uh, that's kind of what Houston's going through right now. So, but uh, Houston's fun to watch. Donald said AM was down. AM was down 21 points and came back and tied it up at the end of the fourth. Damn. Damn. Same when it comes to me and LSU. I feel you, Clarence. I feel you on that player. Tony said Arsenal was solid. It's a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he was like, a scrub. Yeah, he was a good player. He's not, you know, he's not their best player. But it, it is certainly, uh, it, if nothing else, it definitely hurts their their uh, their depth. Uh, Jared Taylor wanted to know what was the longest active streak. Dame. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard has the longest active streak. Who also happens to be fourth on the list. Dame was what I tell you Dame was at and counting whatever he was at and counting Dame was 102 games and counting streak started on November 6 2021 still going yo what's up be good to see you buddy all right um rest your headlines since we missed it and I didn't talk about it hey I appreciate the lurk fam uh Chargers fired Brandon Staley what can you believe it right Bro, not only did they just get absolutely embarrassed by the Raiders Thursday, 
And I mean embarrassed. I, they they weren't even competitive in that game. They looked like they quit. They looked like they didn't give a shit. They didn't want to be out there. And that that that's a poor reflection on coaching. So Staley's gone, and now the Chargers owners or owner Spanos is saying, "Hey, look, I'm not gonna be timid about who I go and get. Money is no object. We will go out and get the best available." And they, they need to. You've got an, an upper echelon, top-tier quarterback whom you've done absolutely shit all with. Uh, Herbert, for all of his, you know, I don't want to say greatness yet because he just hasn't proven it, but for all of his goodness, he's done nothing. One wild card flop in the three years of that how long Staley was there. So not good. Hey, Tony the Handsome said, I wonder if slow it gets a look with the Chargers. Oh, 100%. 100%. You don't do what they, what he's done with a rookie QB, a rookie wide receiver, a banged up O-line. The Slowick has done the Lord's work. I mean, he, what he's done has been amazing. Yes, he's absolutely going to get looks. Will he get a job? Maybe not. Maybe not yet. I think a couple of more years of this, maybe, you know, next year they do this again, then you could you need to be worried about Slowick going somewhere else. <clears throat> um Jared says Staley probably thinking, if I quit, I won't get paid. If I get fired, I'm keeping those checks. That's Bro, I would. You know what, man? I ain't going to lie. You signed me to a multi-million dollar guaranteed contract. If things start going bad, you best believe I'm I'm seeing it through. And not, I mean, the contract. I mean, you best believe I'm probably going to try to run that hoe into the ground. What? Guaranteed? Let's go, fam. I, I say that. There's no way I would. Sean said, is Herbert even uh, good? He underperformed at Oregon, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely good. Yeah. 100%. He's good. Um. Yeah, hard drops. They got spit roasted in Vegas. I'm surprised they didn't tar and feather Staley on the tarmac before they left town. The memes were fantastic. The memes were so good during the game. Of all the different ways that Staley was going to get fired. So good. Uh, all right. <laughs> Another sports headline for you. The Lakers are embracing their in-season tournament win. With a banner ceremony. Yes, that's right, folks. The Los Angeles Lakers of Anaheim. The Los Angeles Lakers had a banner-raising ceremony to celebrate their in-season tournament victory. I was reading an article on ESPN, and, and, and let me ask you, chat. 
In this article, it talked about the banner raising and how it was a feel good for the team and you know, overcoming some adversity and rising to the challenge and young guys learning how to play and blah, 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 blah. It's like they just took a bunch of bullshit from a bunch of PR docs and PDFs that the NBA put out. Like, here's why, here's what things you can say to validate our decision to do this dumbass tournament. But I loved the article because it brought up. Do you remember a time with the Lakers when Kobe Bryant said there's a standard of winning and excellence in this organization and that's why we don't raise divisional banners. We only raise championship banners. Now I get it. You're going to tell me that it's an in-season championship, Barry. You honestly think, you honestly think that Kobe Bryant would stand there and look you and all of us in the face and go, yeah, this means a lot. This matters. Kobe, in my opinion, would lose his mind knowing that this team and this organization is settling on celebrating this bullshit banner. Bro, they look look at this. Look at this trash. Would you? Look at it. You've got that raggedy ass in-season tournament champion. You know, just because, here's the thing. Just because you put the name champion on the in-season tournament does not make them the NBA champions. Whoever wins it this year, and by the by, it won't be the Lakers. I'm willing to bet right now. Give me the field. You can have the Lakers. Name your price. But whoever is raising that banner would have a real problem with the Lakers calling themselves NBA champions. No, 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 no. You are in-season tournament winners, not champions. There's a huge difference. Just putting the name champion on it doesn't make it so. They won the in-season tournament. But they are not champions. Champions means when all the dust settles for the season, nobody is better. Well, I got news for you. If the Bucks or the Celtics or the Pacers or the, God forbid, the flaming hot Clippers right now. And let me just go ahead and throw in the fifth best team, the Rock. Okay, I couldn't. But if one of those upper echelon teams wins the NBA title, I should say when one of those upper echelon NBA teams wins the NBA title, you best believe they would have a problem with anyone calling the Lakers co-champions. Putting the label champions on it is essentially what you're saying. They're champions too. No, they're not. Because when the dust settled, they still aren't NBA world champions for this year. They're in-season tournament winners. Huge difference. So stop it. It looks stupid. It's dumb. It's sad. 
it's sickening for an organization to have that many real world champions, championship banners, I should say, to hoist that mamby-pamby bullshit-ass, fake-ass participation trophy ribbon. What is this? You know what this is? This is the Aggies uh, national title. That's what this is. This is the Dodgers World Series title during during COVID. That's what this is. Shut up, Jared. I was getting to it, asshole. I made the Aggies analogy, okay? Le- shut up. This is the Dodgers COVID World Series. That's what this is. Oh, oh, and the and the Lakers COVID national championship or NBA title, I should say. Come on, fam. This is ridiculous. This is, this is, this is, this is just stupid and sad. At two, Donna? At two? Boy, you think you know somebody. And then Donna turns around and hey, chat. Hey, chat, could one of y'all do me a favor? Chat? Could one of y'all get that knife out of my back, please? Chat? One of y'all grab that knife that Donna just left in my back, please? Could you get it? No, Clarence. This is not the Rangers World Series. Theirs is not tainted. They beat everybody in front of them. All right. As much as you might hate it, it's legitimate. Hard times like chaos knows no sides. Okay. <laughs> Tom said the Aggies had rings made after their win and eight overtimes. Well, okay. You know what? Heck yeah. You know what, Donna? <laughs> Jen said sweet stabbing, Donna. Total Dallas, thank you for the other bits. Um, oh, oh, look at Total Dallas coming in strong. Where did it, why did it, what did it, I don't know. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't Total Dallas. <gasps> Although, that's super funny. Hold on. Hold on. That's hilarious. Hey, Total Dallas. Eight days ago, Total Dallas. Eight days ago. Uh, you posted the following. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you remember what you posted? Total Dallas? Total Dallas! Do you remember this, Total Dallas? TD, if I could time you out, I would for that BS take. What do you say? Uh, This is my finger, boss. Yeah. Uh, Barry, Donna would stab you in the back. She would jailhouse shank you. Oh. That's that's probably true. Uh, anybody remember this? Total Dallas, eight days ago, 100 bits. Mark my words, 
Staley is gone on coaching Black Monday. Oh, fuck. Or Barry on deck gets a Chick-fil-A card. At first, I thought it said it's going to be coaching on Black Monday. Fuck. But I still get a Chick-fil-A card. Because he's already gone. So he wasn't fired on Black Monday. So technically, I win, right? I mean, let's do a poll. Oi. Let's do a poll. I read it wrong. I really thought that said it was going to be coaching. Fuck. Um, I get, but I get, yeah, because he's gone already. And, and Black Monday is the Monday following the season. So I think I, I think I get it. Let's take a poll here. New poll. Does TD owe me a chick? I'll just do CFA card. Yes or no? You have five minutes to vote. Um, Phillips said he said on Black Monday. Yeah. Is gone on coaching a Black Monday. He's already gone, so it's not Black Monday. I'm I'm voting with Tilted Alex as it appears he is a witch. Well, go vote. Go vote right now. You have five minutes to vote, okay? The poll is up there. Jared said technically. No, there's no technically about it. He said he would be gone on coaching Black Monday. He's already gone, so he's wrong. He's gone on uh, Barry's computer Black Tuesday. Fucking see. Everybody go vote. CZ, you have to vote. You have that's the rules. You have to vote. You have Jared. Okay, CZ, go vote. Go vote for TD. You said you're gonna vote, so go vote. Does Total Dallas I'll vote. I'll I'll rock the vote. Does Total Dallas owe me a Chick-fil-A card? I think I know how I'm going to vote on this. How many head coaching jobs will be available this coming off season? Well, there's already three, right? Clarence is a great question. There's already three um, head coaching positions available. So it is a good question. How many head coaching jobs will be available this coming off season? Already you have the Raiders coaching job. Uh, the Panthers coaching job after they fired Frank Wright. And you have now the Chargers uh, coaching job. So I think the question becomes, well, who do you think is on the hot seat? Who do you think um, is going to be let go? Do you believe that Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat? I think that's preposterous. I think that is Philly. There's no way Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat. If he is, please fire him. Please. And let another team get him. Uh, and there are 31 other teams in this in that league that would be thrilled to get Mike Tomlin. I promise you that. The problem in Pittsburgh is not Mike Tomlin. Just so we can be real clear. I mean, the man, for frick's sake, the man has never had a losing season. What? So, so the first time that it looks like he might have a losing season, he's gone? Hot seat, really? With that quarterback? 
I mean, let's be real. Look at that roster. I get it. They spend a lot of money on defense. I get it. TJ Watt's a beast. Cool. I get I get all that. But their offense is atrocious. Um, Nasty Nate said, bury your love for Tomlin is unwarranted. He's so overrated. Are you shitting me right now? Bro, they could still make the playoffs. They can, they're still in the hunt. It wasn't until literally Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, listen. It wasn't until this week when people were like, "Uh uh-oh, looks like trouble. Yeah, look at Sean. I'd take Tomlin in Chicago. So would Green Bay. So would San Diego. So would the Raiders. So would the Patriots. Belichick, probably gone, by the way. But we'll get back to those in a minute. The Steelers are seven and seven. They're last in their division, their division that includes eight and six and nine and five. The Steelers have three games left against the Bengals, the Seahawks, and the Ravens. They win two out of three in those. They're going to go nine and eight. Oh, ho, hum, another winning record. And Baltimore ain't going to be playing, I hate to tell you. Baltimore ain't going to be playing hard. They're dunskies. They've clinched. They're good. Ain't nobody challenging Baltimore. Maybe Miami. Yeah, I don't know how you say. I mean, they've, they've, they've scored 223 points. The Steelers have. Hold on. Let me pull up the stats here. Uh, stats. Here we go. Let me zoom skis in skis. Uh, right now, offensively, Steelers are averaging 15 points a game. Bro, do you know how bad that is? And you want to blame Mike Tomlin for that? You want to blame Mike Tomlin for how bad Kenny Pickett is? Which, by the way, now they're saying Mason Rudolph might start. Bro, that's that's his choices for quarterback right now. Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph. That's not Tomlin's fault. Blame the GM for not being able to get another quarterback. Nasty Nate said the bad offense for the past four years has to fall back on the coach, Barry. How do you figure that it's the same thing if you... Look, if, if he had... Uh, Justin Herbert, and they were doing this, I would 1,000% agree with you. 1,000%. But this man, through just sheer willpower and likability in the clubhouse, has kept this team moderately relevant. Exactly, Sean. I mean, let's just take a look year over year. You were like, what did Nasty Day say? Mm, Past four seasons. All right, so there's this year. Oh, yeah, you got your your pick between Pickett and Trubisky. Last year, 2022, Pickett-Trubisky. Okay, so that's the last two years he's had to put up with Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. Uh, 2021, that was Ben's final year. That was the fading 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, Ben Roethlisberger. 
He played in all 16 games, but it was meh. Eh. Meh. Uh, and then 2020, yeah, he had Roethlisberger again. That was better, 33 and 10. But what were they in 2020? Let's go. Hold on. Uh, let me see. Standings. Let's, nope. Let's go to. Damn it, boys. Get out of here. Standings. Uh, we don't want 2023. I want league. Where the heck is 2022? There we go. 2020, the Steelers were 12 and 4. So your whole four years ago, four years of suck, four years of suck, nasty Nate, that first of all, that's incorrect. Because just three years ago, they were out there winning the AFC North, losing a mere four games with a broken down Ben Roethlisberger. They put up 416 points and only allowed 312. They were a plus 104. All right, so there goes that. So now if you want to just go the last three years, this year, the year before, and the year prior to that, all right, yeah, this year, not great, 7-7. Seven and seven. It could still finish at uh, above 500. 2022, we already know that that was a Trubisky, Kenny Pickett year. Missed the playoffs, but we're still 9-8. and eight. Uh, And then the year before that, was Big Ben's last year, made the playoffs. They were 9-7-1. And, and Big Ben's broken down, sad sack final season. Bro, Mike Tomlin is a lot better than you're giving him credit for. And it's not just me loving him. Great. What happened that season? They got embarrassed by Blake Bortles in the playoffs. Great. I, I get it. Old-ass Big Ben. And that whole team got embarrassed. I get it. I get it. But for you to say Mike Tomlin is a bad coach, sometimes the coach can only do with the things that the GM has presented him with. Brock said any team could have drafted Brock Purdy. That's a that's a that's a futile. Any team could have drafted Tom Brady. Can't really. Uh, Nasty said that's a low bar for a head coach. Losing the Bortles and Tebow in the playoffs is his legacy. It's not his legacy. That's not his legacy. Holy fuck. Uh, Mike Tomlin. All time. Winning percent NFL coaches. Let's pull that up too. All right, so here's Mike Tomlin's wiki. He's a Super Bowl champion, but but losing to Bortles in the playoffs is his legacy. What a that is such a stupid argument, Nate. How are you gonna tell me that his legacy is losing to Bortles in the playoffs when the man is a Super Bowl champion? Uh, not just once, but as an assistant, too, under Tony Dungy. Most consecutive non-losing seasons to begin a coaching career. 16. The man has coached, been a head coach for one fucking team. 
And he has never had a losing season. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you know how fucking hard that is? The greatest coaches in the history of this league have never done that. Bill Belichick didn't do that. Fucking Don Shula didn't do that. Uh, fuck it. Lambo didn't do that. What was the dude's name? Um, bro. Oh, Browns. Do you understand how hard that is? That is insane that the man is like that. He has a regular season record of 170, 102. He wins 63% of all the games he plays. 63%. What? He's eight and nine in the postseason. Also, really difficult to win in the postseason. Go back and look at uh Andy Reid's postseason until he got Patrick Mahomes. Go look at his record. But now all of a sudden, Andy Reid's a genius. Go look at Bill Belichick's record before he got Tom Brady. And tell me how good Bill Belichick was with the Browns. You're not gonna come in this chat. Oh. Wrong shit. I was trying to be angry. You're not going to come in this chat and just side talk, bad mouth Mike Tomlin. You put some respect on his name. That man has all them skins on the wall. All of them. God damn it. Shut up, Rob. He doesn't look like he does not, Rob. He does not look like Omar. Oh, my God, he does. Um, let's see. Here we go. List of National Football League head coach wins leaders. Well, we could do wins leaders. Um, I want winning percentage. There we go. Well, see, that's going to be skewed also. Because it's going to be like, uh I only did 40, 14 games. There needs to be a qualifier on that. But just looking at it, look at it. Uh, what did I tell you Tomlin was? 636. He's already 13th all time in wins. Hold on. Bro is 13th all-time in wins with 170. And he's about to pass Bill Parcells. He'll pass Jeff Fisher. Like, what are we talking about, bro? He's going to pass Parcells, Fisher. He'll definitely pass Chuck Knox. Let's see. If that man is winning 63% of his games, he's how old now? Mike Tomlin is 51 years old. That man's going to coach for another 20 years. He's winning 63% of his games. They play 17 a season, 17 times, 0.63. He's going to win another 10 games a year for the next 20 years. If he just does what he's averaging, that's another 200 wins, which would merely put him at 370. Oh, just the fucking greatest coach. Of all time. Shula has 328. Bro, I swear to God. who Did we use the timeout already? Did we use the timeout already? I swear to God, I'm timeout, Nate. 
Steelers haven't won shit with Tomlin in over a decade. Oh, my God, maybe because, oh, I don't know, the greatest quarterback in the history of the league was so busy out there winning all the fucking Super Bowls? Sorry. Yeah, I know. She pulled it. Um, Flip said he took the Browns to the playoffs. Yeah. So? Is that what we're is that what we're hanging Belichick's resume on outside of Tom Brady? Well, why didn't he take this Patriots team to the playoffs, huh, Nate? Riddle me that, Nate. Is Bill Belichick's legacy Mac Jones? Is that Bill Belichick's legacy missing the playoffs with Mac Jones every year since Tom Brady left? Pretty dumb. Uh <sighs> If so, you can use a waiver for today to time me out again. <laughs> uh, what did Nate say? Uh, that's a low bar for head coach losing to Bortles. Would Brady have been the Brady we know if he would have gotten drafted by someone like the Chargers or the Giants? It's a good question. I think yes. I do. I think yes. Um. Because his drive to be great. Now, was it a perfect pairing? Sure. Sure. Nate said, BS, Barry, you're wrong. Please take Tomlin. Steelers fans are sick of his shit. You can say shit, bro. It's okay. Oh, it'll bleep it out. Put a dollar sign. H-I-T. S-H-1-T. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I am amazed that Steeler fans would turn their back on somebody like Mike Tomlin. Amazing to me. Amazing to me. Of all those names that I read, I'm, that you're looking at on your screen right now. I mean, I wanted to just soak this up for a second. And I know I get it. You guys hate my love of Mike Tomlin. I don't give a fuck. But let's just read some of the names that are ahead of him and wins and realize that none of them ever started their career 16 seasons in a row without having a losing record. Don Shula, George Hallis, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Tom Landry, Curly Lambeau, Marty Schottenheimer, Chuck Knoll, Dan Reeves. Oh, look at that. Chuck Knoll, 193 games. He's only going to go down, Tomlin would, as the greatest Steelers head coach of all time, Chuck Knoll has a winning percentage of 56.6. What did we say Tomlin's was? 63? Do you understand how much better that is? Like, look at all these names and their winning percentages. 56% for Bill Parcells. A goat. Jeff Fisher was 51%. Chuck Knox was 55 Dan Reeves was 53 one, two, three, four, five coaches on this list ahead of Mike Tomlin have a winning percentage of 63% or higher. And those are Don Shula, George Hallis, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, and Curly Lambeau. The only other one ahead of Mike Tomlin? None. It's him. Man. Let's see, uh, where was the, 
Here was Belichick's time with the Browns. He went 36 and 44. Legend! Oh, what a legend! 36 and 44. Wow. What a legend. Get out of here. Uh, Astros fan turns on their manager when they don't make a World Series. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Nasty Nate said, Steeler fans have a high bar for their team. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. Unless you go after the wrong thing. Or the wrong person. And you are 1,000% going after the wrong person. It's all Mike Tomlin. No, I get it. He put Matt Canada in, and people didn't like that, and Matt Canada was the wrong choice. And you know what? Sometimes bosses hire the wrong people. Like, oh, I don't know. Ownership hiring a, the wrong GM? Or maybe ownership not getting rid of and getting a new GM for Tomlin. The fact of the matter is, I don't give a fuck who you are. You give somebody Kenny Pickett to go out and win divisions and make the playoffs with, it ain't happening, fam. It ain't happening. You might win a game here and there. You ain't making playoff runs and and building legacies. The GM is to blame, bro. The GM is to blame for overspending on defense and underspending on offense in their current situation. Oh, my God. I hope so, Sean. John said they better be careful. They might end up with uh, Eberflus. But, bro, I hope so. I hope because the Steelers have this mystique about them, right? Where, unlike any other team in the NFL, they can honestly say they've had like three fucking head coaches in their history. I mean, that's not literally, but how, how many head coaches have there been? It ain't been many. It damn sure hadn't been many. Because it was, it was Chuck Knoll, it was Bill Cower, it Mike Tomlin, and that's since Knoll took over in 1969. Since 1969, there has been three head coaches of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three. Amazing. And you know who has the best winning percentage of those three? Mike Tomlin! Four. They've had four total. Let's see. They were the Pittsburgh Pirates from 1933 to 1939. They were the Steelers from 1940 to 42 and then 45 to present. They were the Phil Pitt Steagles in 1943. Now, there's the real travesty of this organization. The Phil Pitt Steagles and the Card Pit. Okay. Oh, my bad, Alex. 1969. Uh, Here we go. Coaches. Where are their coaches, uh, team owners of the Roonies, team presidents is the Roonies. So you had the Chuck Noll era from 69 to 91, Bill Cower from 92 to 2006, and Mike Tomlin currently. Uh, let's see. Where's their link for uh, coaches? History of the Steelers. I can't find it. Hold on. Let me just type it in. Steelers head coaching history. And I spelled that wrong. Here we go. List of Steelers head coaches. Oh, my. 
Yeah. Um, they've had way more than four. So they had Burt Bell in 41, Aldo Donnelly, <laughs> Walt Kiesling, Jim Leonard, Joe Beach. It's it's basically been in the since the since 69. I like uh, that they've had three. Before that, they had Bill Austin for two years, Nixon for a year. What? Tricky dick. No. Buddy Parker. So, so yeah. Yeah, Chuck Noll winning percentage was oh no, what's that? That's his playoff winning percentage was sixty six percent. Regular season he won fifty six uh, percent. Bill Cowers regular season he won sixty two, and Mike Tomlin's regular season he won sixty three. Now playoffs, playoffs is reverse splits. Chuck Noll was better in the playoffs than Cower, who was better than uh, Mike Tomlin. So there you go, man. I really I'm not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. And we're going to get back to uh, our last headline. Did I get them all? Oh, no, we didn't. I got one more. I really hope, I really hope that the Steelers fire Mike Tomlin this year. I do. I really hope so. And I hope they go out and get Bill Belichick. And watch that organization implode. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what, this would be so great, you guys. So what they do is they go, ugh, the GM, Kenny Pickett, really? Bro, bro, bro. That's how the Rooney's talk. So they go, no thanks. And they say, hey, Mike Tomlin, you got to go too. You don't know how to coach all of a sudden. You've only been the best coach ever over the last 16 years. Okay, not the best coach ever. But to have a start of a, of a career. You'll go down as maybe the winningest coach in NFL history. But get out because you suck. So then they go, well, we need a GM and we need a coach. Look at that sexy Belichick walking by. Hey, Billy boy, you want to come over here and ruin our organization? I know you do. Get over here. Get over here. He's got six Super Bowls. Yeah, and none without Tom Brady, baby. So careful what you wish for, Steelers fan. But you know what? You know what? I hope you get it. I do. I hope you get it. And I hope, I hope, I hope that Tomlin goes to either the Browns or the Bengals or he goes to the Patriots. Oh, please, for the love of God, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> What's up, Houdini? Just dealing with this Steelers fan hating in the chat. That's my boy, Nasty Nate. He knows it's all love, even though his take is stupid. Uh, Nasty Nate said that's fair, but sometimes you just need a different voice to motivate the team. I don't think that's Tomlin anymore. His players quit on him. Bro, his players didn't quit on him. This is not a good roster. I mean, honestly. Let's be honest. What's what's remotely great about anything on this roster offensively? Defensively, I think they even overpaid. But again, don't say that they quit on him. He just there's no talent on this team, bro. Mike Tomlin's a damn good coach, but he's not a miracle worker. He can't make Kenny Pickett into Ben Roethlisberger or fucking Terry Bradshaw. I mean, what do you want him to do? 
It's Kenny fucking Pickett, bro. He had, he was looking around going, shit, maybe we should try Trubisky. This is, bro, if you have to go, what's my other option besides this moron Pickett? Sit down, Trubisky, I'm talking. Well, who's my other quarterback? Trubisky, sit down. I'm trying to find out who my backup quarterback is on this godforsaken team. Who did the GM get for me as my backup? Trubisky, if you... Bro, why are you wearing that red jersey? Are are y'all serious? This is the backup? Oh, Jesus Christ. You're welcome on that insight into the locker room and coaches' meetings. Anyone else coaching in the Steelers, they'd be five and nine. At best, bro. At best. Are you kidding me? Um, let's see. I wanted to see what uh what old boys' stats are. Nesnay said, love you, Barry. You are exhausting, though. Agree, disagree. You're just, you say I'm exhausting uh, because you're angry that I disagree with you and I have the mic. That's all. It's just li- like literally what I'm just trying to do is is make a point, have a conversation about it, and then make it fun when I can. That's all. Don't don't take it personal. Don't take it as exhausting. I'm sure there's some people in the chat be like, okay, can we talk about something else? Not yet, because I'm still having fun with it. Don't don't take it personal, Nate. It's just me talking. That's what this whole show is. I just don't have a co-host to argue with. So I have to argue with you guys in the chat. Okay? You guys are all my co-host. Except for Flip. Fuck that guy. Flip's like, dude, what the fuck did I do? You know what you did, Flip. All right, your last, uh, we'll move on because Nate's exhausted. Which, by the way, saying someone's exhausting just means you won the argument. That, that just means I won. That's all that is. That's it. When Nate's like, you're exhausting, that means I won. I just wore him down. I'm just, I'm like a, I'm like a nagging wife. I just, where he's like, fuck, okay. I love Mike Tomlin. Is that what you want to hear? Yes, it is. Like Jesus. What do you want to eat? I don't know. Oh my god. Um some quick golf news because, you know, this is mostly a golf show. 77 eligible players available for the Masters. What? What? That's right. There are 77 eligible players available to play in the Masters. They're like, the field is likely going to be small. Do you think? Do you think? I don't know. What is the normal size of the field? Let's see. Uh, Does this article have it? Could be one of the smallest in years, depending on the first three months of the PGA Tour season. Uh, with no significant tournament the rest of the year, it looks like as though 11 players who finish in the top 50 would be added to the field, which would bring it to a total of 77. Damn. Uh, 
I guess it's it goes all the way back to like uh like the 1910s and shit. And they're like, well, there's seven people playing in the Masters, see? Dames and broads, not allowed to watch. <laughs> What's up, Cisco? Cisco said, uh, the official, Barry on deck, the official sports and entertainment show of the Fredericksburg Batlin' Billies. Go, Billies! <laughs> I don't know why Billy's sound like that, but that's just what I feel like a Billy's would sound like. Like a weird, creepy goat uncle. I don't know. <laughs> um, Cisco, are you working today? I have a friend at your spot now. Ooh. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, hey, by the way, Cisco, um, I haven't booked the hotel yet. I'm going to do that tonight with uh, with Nora. So just, you know, hit your boy back and let me know we're still good. And if I need to do anything on the itineraries. <sighs> this goes off Mondays and Tuesdays. Yes, yeah, CC, get it right. Duh. I didn't know that either. Uh, all right. Let's see. Yeah, I wanted to do what? What is the smallest field ever for the Masters? Masters field for 2024 likely uh, Masters tournament has the smallest field of the major championships with 85 to 100 players. So they're used to 85 to the to 100. They're having 77. Um, Masters of 73. Blah, blah, blah. 24 year. Yeah, yeah. Could be one of the smallest. We got all that. 21 years um, since the Masters would have had a, the small of a group. That's crazy. Oh, no. That was in 2018. That was the smallest at 87. So things is looking down. Things is looking down. Uh, Dre said Cowboys will hire Tomlin the day after Dak and Fat Garrett choke in the playoffs. Okay, let's get to this. We haven't even started our um, NFL. Oh, look. Oh, that's right. I was like, did I just download a bunch of audio? But it was all that bullshit, lo-fi, meow, meow, meemaw bullshit. I ain't trying to play those stupid-ass songs. Get out of here. That's what I forgot to do, too, was download it. But let's talk some NFL foosball, folks. Let's talk some Week 15 foosball. Let's just have a conversation specifically <clears throat> Excuse me. About the uh the Cowboys. Because I I <clears throat> I am getting damn tired. Okay? I am getting damn tired of having to defend teams against you haters in the chat. Nasty Nate on 290. Yo! Let's go! What's up, Bash? W Raid! What's up, fam? Big Bash coming in with the big raid, man. What's up to everybody coming in on the raid? Uh, Bash, appreciate you, fam. Hey, bots, can we get a shout out for Bash? Uh, Deckheads, if you're not following him already, please, for the love of God, do yourself a solid. 
Go follow my boy, Bash. Uh, Raiders coming in, man. Welcome to the show. My name is Barry Lavinak. This is Barry on deck. It's my little corner of the sports talk world. Um, I do this every day, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 5 p.m. Houston time, which is where I'm based out of. Uh, I spent seven years on ESPN radio. I was off of ESPN radio for a couple of years, which is when I started doing this show. I'm also now back on ESPN radio. Uh, you can hear me every Thursday if you're in the Houston area. Uh, I have a television show called Sports Saturday that, that airs on CW39. And so, man, sports is my life. Sports and comedy. I'm a stand-up comic. Uh, I tour around the country telling jokes and, do, and talking shit. This is what I do. So, so welcome in. If you like sports, if you like laughing, uh, this is your spot. Welcome to the show, Bash, my dog. How was the raid? Uh, I mean the <laughs> the stream. Um, any any goodness? I, I know I'm going to see it on on Twitter later. If you're not following Bash, by the way, on Twitter, you definitely got to do that. Let me uh, let me get his Twitter handle real quick. Let me let me post the link to it. Go to the Twitter's right you now. There we go. And follow this man. Uh, hella fun follow, okay? Right there in the chat. Hella fun follow. Um, he does uh, NBA 2K, some WWE, uh, but his streams are hilarious. He's hilarious. I mean, listen, the man's a legend just for Halloween alone for dressing up like a hot dog, okay? That's where it starts. So, yeah, man, y'all go show my boy some love, Bash. Uh, uh, is a great dude. All right, Cowboys are just about at their postseason form. Shut up, Sean. Shut it up. So, for those of you coming in on the raid with Bash, we were just about to talk some NFL Week 15. <clears throat> uh, and I, for some reason, Raiders, I'm kind of in this position where I've been having to defend... Uh, teams unnecessarily against their own fan bases. You guys missed it because the raid just happened. But earlier, I was having to defend Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers against a bona fide Steelers fan who turns out stupid. Sorry, Nate, you're not stupid, but you're stupid. But you're not stupid, but you're dumb. Okay, you're not dumb, but you are. And now, and now, chat, now, I've got to sit here over the next, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes it'll probably take me to defend the Dallas by God Cowboys against their own fan. And, and I use that word fan loosely. Because this man right here, this man, this pink and white man named Dr. Dre on 290. This man is a Cowboys fan, but all he does is talk shit about the Cowboys. And oh my God, if he wasn't player hating from the sidelines this weekend, he was so giddy that Dak had a bad game. And here's the thing. Was it pretty? No. It wasn't. Uh was I watching it going, oh Jesus, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna hear about this. Yeah. PX Mill said, Who wants to really defend the Cowboys? It's eating a cactus. It's not. Okay? It's not. I just I feel like we get lost in 
and caught up in recency bias. Now, am I telling you that Dak Prescott is the MVP of football right now? No. But two weeks ago, everybody said so. What in the hell? I'm trying not to say the F word so much. If I say it with a PH, that, that's not the same, right? So I can say fuck, but I'm saying it with a PH, so it's not a curse word. It's not the F word. It's the PH word? Okay. Don't. Oh, my God. If you don't shut up, Dre, I swear to God. I swear to God, Dr. Dre on 290. For those of you that don't know him, he's a truck driver. I swear to God, I'm going to find you at a Love's or Flying J somewhere up 290. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna go to every Love's and Flying J between here and Austin on 290 looking for a, for a semi-tractor trailer that's got a sticker on it that says, I love the Cowboys. Also, fuck the Cowboys. And then I'll know what you, I'm flattening all your tires. Cutting them all. All of them. And then, and then I'm going to give some nasty lot lizard $4 to come in there and give you a fever blister. That's it. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Trey said, you said this last week. I'm at QT right now with 59 and Aldi Bender. Damn. The QT's the shit. I ain't gonna lie. I love QT. Fuck Bucky's. Bucky's is so overrated. So overrated. Bucky's is Bucky's is the Walmart of gas stations. QT is the target. Facts. Um but Dre, I don't understand the hate. A couple of weeks ago, you sat in this chat and agreed with me and had to acquiesce and acknowledge the fact that the Cowboys looked good, that Dak looked good. He went for 300 yards and three touchdowns against Seattle. A Geno Smith Seattle who put up 334 yards. He outdueled the Cowboys. I mean, the, the Seahawks. By himself because the defense was trash. And that's my thing. If you want to be mad at anybody right now, bro, be mad at Dan Quinn and that Cowboys defense. They're awful right now. And that ain't Dak's fault, okay? Uh, let's, let's look here. Uh, let's see... Okay, so here we go. They lost to the Eagles 28 to 23. So they gave up four touchdowns. Since that time, up until this week, which is this is this is the mind-blowing and amazing part about this. Bro, they win five games in a row. And people are like, yeah, if they beat the Eagles, Dak Prescott's the MVP of the league. Then the next week they lose because their defense gives up 31. And I get it. Offense wasn't great. Offense was not great. I get it. I do. I get it. But this is a team that has, has beaten. Let's see. Let's let's work backwards here. I can't believe I have to take these positions. And I don't even care. Like, I don't. you guys don't understand how difficult this is. I grew up absolutely hating, hating the Dallas Cowboys because my cousin, 
and my uncle were huge cowboy fans and they were the most obnoxious fans you've ever met in your whole life it was so gross so gross and i was an oilers fan and i never got to have the taste of victory like they did but here i am now being objective something dre obviously can't be or do And I'm having to defend these the, the boys. Doesn't make sense. The Cowboys this year. I mean, look, Arizona has surprised some folks. And a lot of teams have losses where you're like, what is that? What happened there? Granted, San Francisco, ugly game. I get it. I get it. 153 yards, they're going to get it. I get it. I get it. Eagles, I mean, 28 to 23 is nothing to be sad about. A division opponent who was widely considered to be one of the best teams in football at that time and then for that stretch run. 374 yards by Dak. Look, he goes 404, 189, 330, 300, I think the thing that if you want to be any mad about anything is it, it, there's some inconsistency here. But this is a two-part thing, right? Look at the defense, 49 to 17, 33 to 10, 45 to 10, 41, 35, 33 to 13. The defense was playing well. They give up 31 to Buffalo. Can't do that. Can't do that. I think, in my opinion, the problem with the Cowboys is not Dak. It's not Dak. One, they can't win on the road. Every, what are they? They've lost uh, one, two, three, four games in a row on the road. So, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. They won one. So they are what? What is their road record? One, uh, one and one. One and two, two and two. No. Okay. Yeah. One and oh, one and one. One and two, two and two, two and three, three and three. They're four and they're three and four on the road. Yeah, they're three and four on the road, and a lot of people are like, well, that's the problem. That's the problem. They can't win on the road. Well, well first of all, um, it's not that easy. They had um, San Francisco on the road. That's a tough L. That's a tough dub to get, I should say. New York. They won 40 to nothing. Okay. Arizona's weird. That shouldn't have been. But it's going to happen. What is the other loss? Philly on the road. That's that's not a problem. They lost by five in that. Prescott put up 374. Beat Carolina on the road. And then lost to Buffalo on the road in Buffalo. I mean, these are not... The sky is falling losses. They're losing to good teams on the road. That's hello. Welcome to the NFL. Most it happens a lot. And the Cowboys still, you know, hold their destiny in their hands, so to speak. Now they do have two road games left against Miami. That's going to be tough. And Washington. They go, they're at home against Detroit. Not an easy uh stretch run. And Philly. Philly's got it a lot easier. Philly has the Giants twice and Arizona, I believe. So Philly's definitely in the driver's seat as far as winning the division. 
Cowboys are going to have to put in some work. But by my estimation, there's two There's two problems. Well, there's one big problem. One of them is that you need to be better on the road. The defense has, you know, it's had its moments. Um, I think for the most part, the defense has been good this year, but Dak has played somewhat inconsistent. But I think the biggest problem on this team is the same problem that the Texans are having and that I really thought was going to rear its ugly head on Sunday. The fact is they can't run the ball. Uh, They've had uh, Tony Pollard has had. uh, Where's his where's his game log at? Here we go. Tony Pollard has won 100-plus yard game on the year. One. Okay? Uh, If we look at the statty stats, rushing yards per game, and we'll resort this from worst listed first, uh, Dallas has 116 yards a game. That is okay. Well, let me flip it then. They're they're a little higher than I thought they would be. Yeah, they are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelfth. That's actually not bad. That's better than I thought it would be if I'm being honest. They're twelfth in rushing. They are one, two, three, four, five, sixth in passing. And putting up 30 a game is what, third, second? Second in the NFL. I just feel like their running game, nobody fears, right? Pollard with one 100-yard rushing game. Um, Yeah, Dre said, how many carries is Pollard getting? That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, How many attempts per game? I don't know. Let's see. Let's back this on up, back it on up, back it on up, back it on up, back to Pollard. All the way back to his game log. He's had 207 carries on the year. He's averaging four yards a game. Or four yards per rush. And Dre says, look, McCarthy and Dak love to throw the ball. Yeah, you've got the the second highest scoring offense in the NFL. What's the problem? I mean, if you're putting up points, then what are we really bitching about, though, Dre? I mean, the one big weakness, I think, is they don't run the ball well. From what I've seen, now, I don't watch every Cowboy game, okay? Full disclosure, I don't watch every Cowboy game. But when I do watch it, I just think no one's scared of Pollard. This isn't the old days when you had Pollard and Zeke and it was a 200 monster and Zeke was in charge and everybody was like, oh, shit, when Zeke gets tired, now we got to go tackle Pollard. That doesn't exist anymore. And maybe it's just my foolhardiness to b- expect that they be a little concerned about Pollard. But people aren't. I'm watching it and I'm like, ho-hum. Ho-hum. But this offense has been prolific this year under McCarthy. They just won five games in a row. Five games in a row. And, and you're mad... Because they lost to a surging Bills team who everyone, everyone 
has said, look out, man. Bills are getting hot at the right time. And if they figure it out, watch out. Cowboys have won 10 games? And you're mad? I don't get it, bro. I mean, I get why Nasty Nate is mad. I, by the way, I saw your comment. Nate said, look, you can talk shit about me all you want. How dare you disparage the good name of Bucky's? Bucky's is trash, Nate. Bucky's is, you know what Bucky's is? Bucky's is your take on Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Steelers. Garbage and trash and awful. That's a fair point, Dre. That's a very fair point. They're good at home, but you got to beat good teams to get to a Super Bowl. Get it. I get it. And uh, if we back it up, I mean, yeah, they're, they, that, that one stinker loss to Arizona really stands out. But you know what? The Texans have a stinker loss to Carolina. But they've lost to Arizona, San Francisco, Philly, and Buffalo. That's it. Of those, one of them is not respectable. But the other three, two of them might be the two best teams in the NFC and have been all year. You lost to them. Both on the road, and then you lost to Buffalo. I don't know. I just wouldn't be panicking. You know, and, and people were like, well, they can't win the big game. They can't beat good teams. Uh, okay. So they have they have wins against Philly and Seattle this year that are good teams. Okay. I mean, what do you, what do you, are they supposed to play the, the, the 14 best teams only? I mean, everybody's padding their stats with trash. Let's take a look here at Philly. Philly was 10 to one though for a while. They just, they stumbled, but Sam Fran had a run of three losses in a row. Here you go. Philly's sketch, San Francisco's sketch, Philly's schedule. They, they lost to the Jets. As I said, every team has that one game where you go, bro, what are you doing? And Philly fans are like, oh, what? Uh, and then Philly went on, has been on a three-loss run right now where they've lost to San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. Now, skins on the wall. Have they beat good teams? Uh, New England, no. Minnesota, no. Tampa, no. Washington and the Rams, no, no. Miami, good win. That's one. Dallas, good win. That's two. Kansas City, three. And Buffalo, four in overtime. So they have four good wins out of their 14. They got four. And their losses, they've got one bad one. And three respectable losses, two on the road to good teams. By the way, their record on the road, one, two and oh, three and oh, three and one, four and one, five and one, five and three. One less loss on the road than the Cowboys. Okay. Let's look at San Fran. Um, they just had a three-run loss there. And they lost to Cleveland. Good defense. Uh, Minnesota and Cincy. 
What? Mm, what? So teams that they've beat that are good? Uh, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville, Seattle, Philly, and then, of course, they beat Seattle again. But they've, they've beaten them twice. So they've beaten four good teams. That's just it. I mean, this is not. We're going to find out what San Fran's made of when they play Baltimore, too. I'm just saying that. Do I think Dallas is the best team in the NFC? No. But I think that this has fluctuated between three teams. Dallas has looked really, really good at times. Philly has looked really, really good at times. And San Francisco has looked really, really good at times. But it's just over the last two weeks where Philly has faltered, Dallas lost, and San Francisco has looked really good. But it's that recency bias. Because let's let's go back to, to the end of October when the, the, the Niners started 5-0 and and were 5-3 and headed into the bye week. And people were going, what? What happened, bro? You lost to those teams? But that happened in the middle of the year, so nobody remembers that. You know? Now, granted, they had some injuries, too. But, um, I don't know, man. I just, I think you're you're being way too tough. Do I think Dallas is going to go to the Super Bowl? No. They're certainly the upper echelon of the NFC and the NFL. And to suggest that they are not is just foolish. It's just not being honest and objective. Dallas is one of the three best teams in the NFC. Probably one of the five best teams in football. Right now, in this moment, after that loss, are they? I mean, yeah, but it's going to happen. If we look at power rankings, let's see, NFL power rankings. Rams, I thought, what? Division is Phillies to lose. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Philly has been good all year. Well, as a Philly fan, I'm still not tripping. Thank you. Uh, San Francisco lost three games because Trent Williams was injured. Okay. And the Chiefs lost a game because Kelsey and uh, Chris Jones were injured. But then they also had the dropsies. Let's see, power rankings, NFL.com power rankings. Here we go. Let's pull this up. I'll be interested to see what, how this shapes out. I really don't know. I haven't looked at this. Just Googled it and pulled it up. So here we go. San Francisco, according to NFL.com, San Francisco, best team in football. One. Baltimore, two. Dallas, three. Oh, man. It must really suck, Dre, to be a fan of the third best team in football. God, man, I hate it for you, buddy. I hate it that there are two teams in the NFL that that NFL.com thinks are better than the Cowboys right now. Boy, I hate that. Oh, that's got to hurt, man. Prior to the kickoff in Buffalo, the Cowboys secured a playoff spot. Unfortunately, that ended up uh, being the high point of Sunday, losing to the Bills. 
was never going to kill the season and all the positive momentum unless you're Dr. Dre, but it was the way it happened that raised some serious concerns, giving up 266 yards and three touchdowns on the ground to Buffalo reveal what could be the blueprint by beating Dallas in the playoffs. Oh, <gasps> hmm. Didn't mention Dak to that point. Interesting that this random guy that I don't know, that I never read, that I just pulled this up, pretty much just told you the same thing I did in a different, much more eloquent and smarter way. The problem is not this team's offense, and the problem is not Dak. The problem is the inconsistency on defense. What are they? And they got their ass whooped on the ground. Uh, bleh, 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 bleh. <clears throat> they also have the Dolphins four on this list. Uh, Eagles are five. They dropped the spot. Chiefs are six. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think the Chiefs are six on this list. The Chiefs have looked like trash lately. If any fan base should be panicking, it should be the Chiefs. 100% should be the Chiefs. The And look, of the top six teams on this list, who is the team that I think has the least um, the least chance of making the, the Super Bowl would be the Chiefs. I'd say the Chiefs won. Um, would it be Philly 2? I feel like Miami, when it comes to big games, also struggles. And Philly has been there, done that. And I, I mean, not that their defense was impressive, but they too have been suffering from inconsistent play uh, on defense, which is why they had to put Matt Patricia as the the new DC. But you know, Hertz hasn't been great. He's been turning the ball over. Who has more turnovers right now, Hertz or Dak? There's a there's a great question. Let's see stats and stats. Uh, Dak has 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That is so good, bro. Four to one ratio. Jesus. Jalen Hurts has 19 and 12. And you're over here, Dak sucks and we suck. What? What? That's amazing. Four to one? A four to one. Four to one. Four. Two one. Cooper Rush also just amazing. One one interception, 67 rating. Let's see, what's Brock Purdy's touchdown to interception ratio? Same. 29 and 7. Exact same. But you ain't you ain't taking Brock Purdy to task, are you, Dre? You ain't talking shit of how Brock Purdy sucks as a QB. He's got a 119 rating. Dax is 104. And uh, Jalen Hurts is 89. Jeez. Uh, he's thrown for 3,800 yards. Dak is thrown for 3,600 yards. Hurts is thrown for 3,300 yards. Don't forget about Jameis Allen. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, all right, your rest of yours. Lions are seven on the power rankings. Bills are eight. There you go, Jen. Browns are nine. And uh, Jags are 10. What? 
Do my eyes deceive me? Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yo, what is going on in this topsy-turvy world? The Texans are 11 in the power rankings. There are only 10 teams, according to this one rando, better than the Texans. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy talk. Crazy talk. And we're going to get to that game next. Um, Bengals 12, Colts 13, Broncos 14, uh, Bucks 15, Rams 16, Seahawks 17, Vikings 18, Packers 19, Steelers. There you go, Nate. Uh, Steelers are 20th. Uh, what does it say? Saturday's loss was pretty much a death blow to the Steelers season, even if we should have known which way the wind was blowing after back-to-back home losses to 2-10 and 10 teams. They might temporarily boost Kenny Pickett's stock after all. Everything started really spiraling out of control after he got hurt, but I don't think Pickett was going to re- rescue this team. Defense might have carried the squad to seven wins, but it's falling apart at the wrong time. Season started with playoff hopes. Uh, Saints are 21, Falcons 22, Raiders 23, Bears 24, Titans 25. Hugo, there you go, buddy. I saw Titan Hugo earlier be like, we'll take Mike Tomlin. We'll take him in a minute. Uh, Jets 26, Chargers 27, Jesus. Uh, Giants 28, Cardinals 29. (laughs) It feels, can I tell you how good it feels to see that? Patriots are 30th in the power rankings. One of the absolute shit all worst teams in football. Oh, it feels so good. Commanders 21 and Panthers 22. I mean, I'm sorry. I know it's a super hater thing of me to say that the the uh, it's good to see the Patriots suck so much, but it does. I don't care. It feels so good. So good. Sean said Bears at 24. Fake news. You're right. Probably should have been like 30. Sean, don't come in here next. I'll be goddamn... If I've already had to defend Mike Tomlin and Dak Prescott against their, I'll be goddamn Sean if I have to start defending uh, Justin Fields. I won't do it. I won't do it. He's not good. Purr it. Purr it. Uh, Nasty Nate said, 20 of the best team. Great. Man, Barry, I think you're, you might be right after all. LOL. Shut up, Nate. Uh, Barry Deck, Brock Purdy has gone further in the playoffs in his rookie year as the last pick in the draft than anything that Dak has done. Oh, my God. Dre. why I don't I I mean you know what I'm tired of it I'm just tired of defending it and defending Dak to one of his to a fan of his team it just makes no sense I shouldn't have to sit here and do this I and it and it is just it's it's it, it is exhausting um that you I mean like bro do you understand how many teams would love to have a Dak Prescott do you understand how many teams would love to be being disappointed in the playoffs or in contention year over year over I mean it's just I 
I don't get it, man. I really don't. It it is. I mean, you literally sit here and would look for a million different reasons to hate Dak as opposed to what the real problems are with this team. Dak had one really bad year. Last year, his turnovers were atrocious. I get that. But the fact of the matter is, Dak Prescott has put up prolific numbers on offense year over year over year. It has not been Dak's fault that this team has faltered however they've faltered. You know, when's the last time this team went to a fucking Super Bowl, Dre? Dak wasn't here for all those seasons. There's a myriad of reasons why this team and every other goddamn team in the in the NFL hasn't been to a Super Bowl in forever. Because it's fucking hard. It's really hard. And you know what's even harder? When you have a quarterback that's not as good as Dak Prescott. That doesn't have the arm or the ability to play like Dak Prescott. That makes it even harder. Ask the Browns. Ask the Jets. Ask the goddamn Texans. Ask any of the other fucking 24 teams in this league that have just shit the bed year over year over year because they have these fucking raggedy-ass quarterbacks. But here you go. Yeah, <laughs> Dak sucks, and he doesn't get as far as Brock Purdy does. Bro, it didn't matter if it was fucking Brock Purdy, if it was Brock Lesnar, if it was fucking this Brock's candy. Those motherfuckers were getting that far in the playoffs. I don't give a fuck who was running that offense. I mean, did you not see that they went through 48 goddamn quarterbacks last year? Just didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like Nasty Nate said, we have high expectations. Why? That team hasn't done a goddamn thing since Tom Landry passed away, bro. What the fuck high expectations do you have of the Cowboys? What greatness have they achieved since fucking I graduated high school in 92? What expectations? Of what? Expectations to be a slightly better than mediocre? You're just being a hater on deck for no goddamn reason. Okay, we're talking about the Texans. I'm tired of defending fucking teams to their fans. I am. Nate hates the Steelers, but he's a goddamn Steelers fan. Dre hates the Cowboys, and he's a goddamn Cowboys fan. Titan Hugo, I swear to God, if you get in this fucking chat and start hating on the Titans, I will shut this whole fucking show down. I will shut it down, Hugo. I swear to God. Wallace said, nah, I'm cool on deck. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about that Texans game for a second because I just think we need to acknowledge, as Texans fans, long-suffering Texans fans, fucking Dre, long-suffering Texans fans, fucking Nate. By the way, all these fucks are with PH, so they're not curse words. I just wanted to circle back to that. 
As long-suffering Texans fans that had to suffer, oh my God, through the Bill O'Brien era, when when this when this team and this fan base found out that C.J. Stroud was not going to be playing this week, I promise you, I promise you, at least eighty percent of the fan base went well. There goes our chances to win a, a playoff. They go or to make the playoffs. There they go, gone. Because old Davis Mills going to go out there with his wobbly neck looking like one of them pink things in front of a T-Mobile just flippity-flopping around and wildly and accurately throwing the ball to nobody. Well, sorry, guys. <laughs> and so when I got home and I heard the news that Hey, they're going with Case Keenum. I was like, oh, fuck, it's even worse than I thought. God. Case Keenum? Jesus Christ, he's 90 years old. What's worse, a young guy that sucks or an old guy that sucks? I don't know. Oh, my God, this season is so bad right now for the Texans. After all the goodness that's happened to, to have this go down, and now your choices are Case Keenum and, 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 and Davis Mills. Oh, my God. Could we, could we, can we get the intelligent Viking out of retirement, please? Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like he could still go out and get him 30 yards. was my thought. And then I sat down to watch the game. And through about two and a half quarters, I was like, yep, checks out. Checks out. This is exactly what I thought you'd get from a Case Keenum-led offense. Look at this shit. Case Keenum is making Kaimi Fairbairn look like a goddamn Pro Bowl player. And then they get that little touchy touchdown. Their defense is is keeping them in it. Also, the football gods shined upon them and had them miss an extra point. And I think if you ask me, now look, if we're just going to get down to truth bombs here, folks, what happened Sunday in Nashville was not the better team winning in overtime on a last-second kick. It was the football gods looking down upon a shit franchise who has done shitty things to the city of Houston, mocking the city of Houston and old, original, true Oilers fans by wearing Love You Blue adding Billy White Shoes Johnson into the ring of honor when no one in that stadium even knew who the man was, much less watched him play in a single solitary football game. They mocked the Oilers and the Oilers fan base with pictures of Earl Campbell along with Derrick Henry. 
They mocked them with the uniforms, with the love you blue, with the Oilers in the end zone. And the football gods, they're like Mills Lane. They're firm, but they're fair, okay? And when the football gods see that kind of foolishness, see those kinds of disgusting, petty, gross acts performed by a football team. Do you know what the football gods do? (laughs) Missed extra point. (sighs) Oh, it's six to nothing. Oh, we have 16 points. And guess what? Had the Tennessee Titans not been a bunch of petty, mamby-pamby hoes as an organization. They wouldn't have missed that extra point, and that game doesn't go to overtime, and they don't lose that game to the Texans, a Case Keenum-led Texans game. But because they had to be petty and wear those stupid-ass uniforms when they played Houston, they could have worn them against any other team. But they chose to wear them against the Texans when the Texans were in town because they're petty and they're childish. They probably like licorice and hate nuns and puppy dogs too. Just FYI, when we're getting all the truth out. They probably eat candy corn. And mayonnaise on a hot dog. But the fact is, that team lost that game because the football gods were pissed. And it serves them right. It serves them right. Dan Hugo said the football gods just did what they've always done to the Oilers. You wanted to wear the uniforms. Hope you liked it. Because that was the most Oilers outcome of a game. That Tennessee has probably had in years. But you know what's disgusting about that, Titan Hugo? Is nobody in that stadium, nobody in Nashville, even understands that that was the most Oilers loss that they've ever witnessed because they never witnessed an Oilers loss because they don't have a connection to the Oilers. So I'm glad. Oh, my God, I'm so glad they lost wearing those uniforms. Are you kidding me? Vrabel out there in his cowboy hat. Go blow a horse, Vrabel. Go blow a horse. Mine's Mine's like, I've been silent for so long. Bro, Mine's you left. Don't even lie. You were gone. You've been gone for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, Mine's. I love that Mines is like, Oilers, yawn, like 75% of this show are people in Houston, Mines. Anytime you're, Mines is like, now we talk Raptors. And legitimately, okay, one in the chat if you're a Raptors fan. Put a one in the chat if you want to have a lengthy discussion about the Toronto Raptors. Or put a five in the chat if you'd like to keep discussing NFL, including the Texans, Titans, Oilers debacle. Mines, I'm trying to prove a point here, man. I can't make every show that you show up to just about the Raptors, man. Nobody wants to talk about them but you, bro. I love that. Ba- we can talk basketball. We can talk basketball. 
But honestly, dude, nobody watching this show. Oh, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> Mice, just because you put three ones doesn't mean you get three. Mine's out here. Three ones. Four ones. I got more ones than they did. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's funny. I feel like, and I don't know, I didn't watch any basketball, but I feel like the Raptors beat a upper echelon team because I saw Mines's chat and he was like, uh, we the North. We're going for the chip. And I was like, oh, fuck. They might have beat the Bucks or some bullshit like that. At 9 and 40 or whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> Siakam talk. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to take a quick look-see at the standings. And I see that Toronto is 10th. They are a minus 1.7 plus minus. They're 11 and 15. And they just beat... Charlotte. I mean, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Mine said, I'm going to invite all my homeboys to this stream. Don't test me. <laughs> Mine's, I promise you, that'll go a long way to getting me to talk more Raptors basketball. Flips it. Hold up. Wait, they have a losing record right now? Somebody time mines out. They already did. Yes, the Raptors right now are 11 and 15. Coming off a huge, huge win over Charlotte, who is, by the way, 7 and 18. 7 and 18. 7 and 18. Mine's the, the the Raptors are zero and seven in their division. I I I cannot entertain this. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> well done, Rob. Well done indeed. Uh. Wait a minute, Cece. Did you time him out again? That's not okay. No, Cece, you can't time him out twice. That's not okay. Okay, there you go. He's untimed out. Uh, do your homeboys speak English or Canadian? Oh, that would be funny, right? And they're all like, hey, yo, hey, hey. I didn't tell you to. I did not. I said I should. Uh, did I say time him out? I did not. <laughs> My goes, bro, this is ace at racism. <laughs> it's not, it's not racism. It's teamism, bro. It's teamism. 100% teamism. 100% teamism. Uh, this is why I perfected my statement earlier by saying even Cowboys fans not named CC. Um, all right, so we covered, by the way, just real quick on the Texans. 
Why does a buddy definitely packed a chew? <laughs> I love. I ain't gonna lie, chat. I love. I love when Minds talks Canadian in the chat. Buddy Def packed the chew the wrong way, eh? There, pal. Love it. Love it. Um. Real quick on this Texans window. I think that, and again, the Texans have kind of, you know, been like a Jekyll and Hyde story. And that's fine. Again, I'm not mad at anything. If they if they lose the rest of the season, it would be disappointing. But I ain't mad. I'm excited about the future of this team. I really am excited. Especially when you watch... Sunday's game and go, man, sometimes this secondary looks really good. Now, granted, it was Will Levis, rookie Will Levis. Will Levis, by the way, much better than I gave him credit for. Not great, though. Still tons of mistakes. But better than I thought he would be up to this point, right? Derrick Henry done. Did you see the news where he was... Doing his um, Rob with another five. Um, Derrick Henry basically said, yeah, it sucks that we got eliminated because this is probably my last season with this team. And it's like, wow, his contract is up. He's getting older. It was one of his worst outings ever as a Titan. And looks like uh, it's all coming to an end. The marriage is is over. And um, uh, nobody on this in this city feels bad for him. I'll tell you that much. Oh, what are the Titans going to do without Derrick Henry? I don't give a shit. Don't care. But he only had nine yards. Good. Because all you heard about to start that game was, ah, he's ran for 200 plus yards four of the last five meetings. How'd that go? Huh? How'd that go? That's D'Amico Ryans, baby. D'Amico and the defense, man. Look, that's secondary. At times, they've been like, wait, what? What, what are they doing? But then there's other times, like, like Sunday, when you watch it and go, holy shit, even Stingley was playing well. But I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm like, how much of that is Will Levis and it's the Titans? And how much of it is... This secondary is pretty good. Um, Alex said, and D'Amico, I trust it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. This team, honest to God, all jokes aside, me me having fun and all that aside, there's no way that, that even 20% of the people in this city thought this team was going on the road Sands, CJ Stroud, and Tank Dell, and a plethora of other players that have gotten them to the point that they're at with Case Keenum or Davis Mills and the running game that's just been atrocious, a banged up O line, um, missing some key players in the front seven, a secondary that has looked good and bad. I mean, you weren't just like, oh, God, and they got to go face Derrick Henry, who I get he hadn't been great this year. But for some reason, he's got this team's number. But this is not your, I don't want to say daddy's Texans team. This is not your uncle's Texans team. This is a new regime. This is a new coaching staff. This is a new philosophy. Because let's be honest, okay? 
let's be well, let me write. Let's be real honest, Texans fans. The old regime and the old team rolls Davis Mills into Tennessee, into Nashville to try to get that victory. But this group, this coaching staff, looked at that battle objectively and said, look, I know Mills has been two on the depth chart or whatever, and he's got the most recent experience, but nah, we just see it. Keenum runs this offense better. And I don't think you would get a Bill O'Brien to admit that. I'm the quarterback whisperer. I can win with anybody. Come on, Davis, you're in. So thank God. Thank God. And, and it was the right move. I didn't think so. I wasn't sure like I was joking about earlier. It was 100% the right move. I agree, Houdini. It was a W move by a W coach whom I am 100% bought in on. In fact, to, to, to bring it all the way back and do a callback, I kept saying that, oh my God, all I want is for the Texans to get their Mike Tomlin. That's all I want, Nasty Nate. I just want this team that I root for to go out and get their Mike Tomlin. And th- thus far, through three quarters of one coaching year, the defense is far exceeding expectations. This entire team would run through a brick wall for this man. It's encouraging. I'm not saying he's there yet. He's not Mike Tomlin. So far to go. But boy, is it encouraging because he's not afraid to make tough decisions. And he seems to push all the right buttons and his guys play for him. Uh, mine said flip. K bod. Keep acting dust. <laughs> Barry beat my message. What did you leave, mines? Uh, like I ain't gonna say I haven't mogged down a dirty from time to time. <laughs> I took down an absolute two last week, Lizzo shit. Mines is so stupid, bro. Oh goddamn, that's funny. Tony said letting Mills get in there and take a sack was hilarious. It right. They were like, Mills, what's up, coach? Listen, we need to lose seven yards. You're in. What do you want me to do? I don't know, bro. Just act like you're going to throw it to somebody. Do what you do. Just you don't change a thing, bro. You just go in there and be you, okay? So funny. So funny. All right, I got to pee, and it is 4.56. Let's get out of here. Uh, Tomorrow we're going to do fantasy. Do fantasy updates. I got some more shit that I didn't get to. I still have this. I have this length. Uh, length? That's not. No. I have a link that has the records of all the NFL owners. Some of that might surprise you. But he asked me to talk Canada, Canadian and then chirps back. <laughs> hey, Houdini, I appreciate you, famo. Thank you, brother. Uh, heartthrob. Thank you, my friend. It's a good show, B. Congrats on Drive Bar Top Spot. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, for those of you late to the program, uh, your boy is Drybar Special. Number one in the top ten on Drybar right now. What? Let's go. Thank you, Nasty Nate. I love you, buddy. Thanks for being a good sport and hanging in there. Thank you, Uriel. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. Houdini, I'll see you, pal. Uh, Ty Hugo said, who the hell still plays fantasy? Right? Only losers, a.k.a. winners. All right, I got to pee. I'll see y'all tomorrow. 
no football tonight, so I don't know. Watch some Raptors basketball. Huh? Just kidding. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, do me three favors, y'all. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video!